on City Beat today. We have two guests, Mark Mitchell and Ben Vickers, joining us. So thanks for uh, both taking the time out of your day today. Thanks for having us, Ben. Our pleasure. Yeah, lots a uh, lot going on to talk about here today, and I'll I'll let you talk for a, for a good amount today as well. Uh, let's start off first of all with the election last night. I know the three uh, percent additional sales tax on uh, marijuana sales. Uh, Looks looks like that passed. Uh, what kind of impact are we looking at for that? Yeah, so we want to thank the citizens for coming out and voting not only for that, but also the council seats. But, yeah, so that is a 3% additional sales tax on recreational marijuana uh, through, through our dispensary here locally. And our estimates are that it will probably generate around one hundred twenty to about $150,000 in additional revenue for the general fund. So we're excited for the opportunity to increase our uh, – to affect our police department and fire department. Um, so we just want to thank the voters for coming out and voting. Yeah, absolutely. Like general fund is so important to the health of the city. I mean, anytime that there, you know, might be unforeseen expenses in any mm-hmm. other, you know, special appropriated fund, you know, like parks and rec or something like that, where, um, I mean, that's funded by cigarettes, but if there's a shortfall that year, you know, that has to come out of general fund, you know, things like special projects, like, you know, possibility of a pool or downtown revitalization or economic development, or, you know, those things also come out of general fund. So to have a little bit healthier general revenue is going to be a really great thing. Um, yeah. And then of course, police and fire that is, they only pull their funds out of general revenue. That's correct. They're 100% funded out of that. So um, thank you, Ben. Yeah, so that'll that'll really help the local, a bit, or the city of Nevada's capacity to take on good local projects for the people. Yeah, and Ben, uh, while you while you mentioned the the pool and everything, I know that I'll I'll try to get in contact with Richard Brockman sometime here in the near future. <laughs> but uh, any you know r- right now updates on uh, what things are looking like in terms of getting input? Yeah, with our consultant that we um, contract with, Water's Edge. So they have produced a website and a survey that we'll be rolling out to our citizens. Uh, we'll be putting that on social media. We'll do press releases. And we're also going to hold some town hall meetings um, for the public uh, just to get their input on what are the needs for the community related to the aquatics, whether it be a splash pad, whether it be to rehab the pool, whether it be a um, a different style of swimming pool like a lazy river, etc. Um, so we really need the input from the citizens to make an informed decision on what's best for our community. Yeah, and I mean that's a that's a great point, Mark. And I I know that the city is also kind of looking at what grants might be available down the road and. And one thing that I, I think that is vital for the public to know that a lot of times we don't talk about is when we're applying for those grants, they require a certain degree of community input. And we cannot, as a city, make a good faith decision unless we have that community input. So even if you're wound up and you're angry about the pool being closed, and I, I think everybody in town, especially at the city, is disappointed that it's just not there and hasn't been there for a couple of years, we want to hear that input because it will actually help us no matter what the comments are you know as long as it's you know moving forward towards a solution um we we have to hear those comments so that we can open the door for other funding in the future so well said yeah we yeah. get out and do those surveys yeah so again more information will be out on that the next days and weeks of course so uh, one other thing here as we get uh you know turning the seasons and getting into you know more and more golf weather these yes. days i understand uh mark things were moved forward on uh, last night and things are moving forward with uh maxim uh, golf solutions yeah the council approved their contractual agreement 
um, last night. And so they're on the, on the ground today. So they brought staff in today to do onboarding with our staff as well as do inventory and kind of get a, a overall census of what needs to be done to improve the golf course. So we're excited to have them on board. Uh, we're looking for um, a good working relationship with them. Um, so, and we'll have more details as uh, things progress moving forward. Yeah, and with that, that keeps those that are on staff right now on staff for the. Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, we retained our employees, and and again, we're uh, looking forward to they they bring a lot to the table um, with their expertise, as well as they have membership. Uh, programs to um, be able to golf in their other courses which would bring other golfers to our course as well so again we're excited to have them on board and we look for a good partnership with them even things like a full-time master agronomist you know to to put the right amount of chemical on and all those good things i mean uh, and uh, mark other communities you you did your research too other communities have done this and used this solution because they were facing the same issues that the city currently is what have um, i know i know that like moberly missouri for example has this um, agency helping them what was the result there yeah so i reached out to several communities uh, before we did our uh, before we brought that before the council and and we've had a uh, majority of the successful um, with them to bring the course up to par uh, to help with uh, membership, to help with golf play, uh, to bring the course uh, to a level where it's uh, better to play on, so to speak. I'm not a golfer, but um, but these are things I hear. So, yeah, so we've had uh, pretty good reviews from the other communities, and that I think that was one of the deciding factors, too, that the council took into consideration. All right, so again... Get more, uh, get more golfers out there, get more into town. And, of course, in terms of other things coming up, I've been seeing things coming into town, a coming soon sign on that go car wash. Uh, what's the update on that this month? Yeah, so we issued, uh, our building inspector issued their final um, CO, which means they can open. And uh, we're working with them on um, getting their uh, business license. And um, so they told us that they'd be open about end of April. Uh, so, again, we're excited to have them in town to offer that to our citizens. And we have a lot of just new business coming to town. Not only them, we have the Scooters Coffee coming to town. They'll be working on the old Linda Barnes property on West Austin. Uh, pretty recent. And also, we um, received plans for a new VA clinic. And that'll be at the OTM Deal lumber site there at Centennial in Austin. So, they're actually taking demo bids right now. So, there'll be some activity on those two properties uh, probably within the within the end of the month and, and ben i mean that's a really huge project too i mean that mm-hmm. that's going to bring in federal uh, federal funding support to make that happen and it's also going to double the the footprint size um, i think that's going to help provide a lot more services to veterans and then um, i know that a lot of people come over f- and use nevada as a regional hub for a lot of things and that's going to probably help our local hospital, our local clinics, but then to also have a VA clinic that has twice the capacity as our current VA clinic is going to be huge. And at the same time, we're getting the benefit of tearing down an old building and that nobody wanted to necessarily buy. It's got a great location. You know, that West, sorry, excuse me, that East Austin zone is really going to pop in the next couple of years. Yeah. And we're excited to be, I mean, as Ben has been our economic developer, we, we've been stagnant uh, for several years uh, through the COVID era and prior to that. And we've seen just an influx of interest in our community uh, for economic development. 
And um, Ben can kind of touch on some of the things he's worked with the downtown retailers. But we're excited because every new business that comes to town brings new people to our community. And uh, like, like Ben mentioned, you know, the VA clinic will bring families from out of our community. They will buy gas here. They will eat here, uh, hopefully shop here. So it's a win-win for our community. For sure. Again, here on City Beats on Double K Country on your Wednesday afternoon with Mark Mitchell and Ben Vickers joining us. And I know one of the other things, uh, a dog wash as well, along with that, we got the car wash and dog wash going on. Yeah, that's exciting to bring to town, too. Um, that is the, um, so Randy Gammon's car wash. Mm-hmm. Um, he's putting up a uh, dog wash. Uh, I say that differently. And um, so we're excited about that. We've had a lot of interest in our community for that. And I think that's a good deal. That's going on the East Austin property um, next to the Pizza Hut. Um, and you can see that being constructed right now. So we're excited to have that and offer that to our community. In terms of uh, some of the other things that are that are going on, I know on the square, what's kind of the uh, latest on how things are, are looking, some progress uh, be, being made here in the near future? You know, I, I feel like the, the relationships and just communication that uh, I the difference in the past three years that I have noticed is just tremendous. And uh, I think a lot of people are sort of realizing the potential that Nevada has. Even people that have been in the community for 40 or 50 years, you know, who kind of stopped believing um, are just starting to believe again because there's so much going on. And so I've been working on trying to rally folks to start a downtown revitalization group. Um, and, you know, every time I say that, people ask, well, what do you consider downtown? Well, from City Hall all the way to the White Grill, you know, that kind of three block strip that goes all the way from, um, what would that be, just on the other side of Ash to, um, down to past Cherry Street and the railroad tracks, you know, um, so there's, that's a lot of ground. That's a lot of people. That's um, our densest uh, area in town related to the number of businesses, the types of businesses, the diversity of businesses. Um, you know, Walmart and, you know, that little strip mall out there, they do a lot of business, but there's not a huge diversity. And if you look at like the value per square foot in our downtown can, you know, hold its own in a lot of ways. Um, I would also encourage people to go back and shop at a lot of our downtown retailers. Uh, we hear on a regular basis that there's not a whole lot of shopping opportunities, but now we've got multiple, multiple boutiques. We've got kitchen essentials. Um, we've got appliance stores. We've got all sorts of things in our downtown and we want to see that grow. So in response to that, we're trying to start a main street group and that that group would hopefully focus on um not things like beautification but also using our square as a tourism asset and um, trying to create the type of square that more businesses will want to come to it's not just about putting out flowers it's about how do we you know use our best asset in town you know and try and get more businesses to realize that it is our best asset and getting them to invest. Um, and I think, you know, as Mark just said, the more businesses we have, the more people we bring to town, the more investments. And, you know, really, Nevada is pretty well situated in terms of jobs. We've got a very, very low unemployment rate right now, very close to 3%. Um, and, and last year it dipped almost to 1%. So um, in terms of jobs and in industry, we're doing exceptionally well and we've had some excellent growth but if we want to continue that growth if we want to continue to get big projects we have to have a good place for those workers to live 
you know, we have to have good quality of life. That starts with a downtown. So um, we're, we're working that direction. Yeah, well, may we add, Ben, um, so so the two things in downtown that are pressing right now, apart from like the Main Street and what mm-hmm. Ben is working on, we also have the open lot of what we call the old Beach Cafe, the Bluebird Cafe, mm-hmm. the uh, mm-hmm. the Roy Taylor's Brown property. Corner, so, yeah. so Ben is working on a program um, with Brownfield to address that situation. You want to speak on that? Sure, yeah. So the state um, Missouri Department of Natural Resources has a Brownfield program. And a brownfield is any property that has uh, environmental contaminants that prohibit um, redevelopment. So um, other properties in town that might qualify for that would be like the old state hospital, mostly because of lead paint and asbestos. Um, And, you know, while asbestos, you know, 50 years ago when they were slapping it on to everything, (laughs) that wasn't a huge deal back then. But as the, the glue that holds that to the wall or whatever it is, um, breaks down, it releases dangerous contaminants into the air. So the EPA at the federal level and then MoDNR at the state level, they have a Brownfields program that will help pay to remove that. So um, I'm looking to get a little bit creative with that property. A lot of people don't realize that there's a large, large basement underneath that concrete cap, and there's about a six-inch cap of concrete on there and just the way that those buildings were built we're kind of afraid to jackhammer that and really tear it tear into it so i'm i'm kind of hoping that we can apply for a brownfields assessment and if the assessment shows that there are any environmental issues in the basement then there would be grant funding to help the city or a potential investor or developer to um at little to no cost, um, remove that cap, get that cleaned up, and bring that building back into a developable state, that site. Um, because that, I mean, if, as far as open lots in town go, honestly, that has as much potential as anywhere else in town. For it, a community asset like a little plaza or park or apartments and office space or retail, I mean, that to have a blank slate that big is just so unique. So. Um, that, that's sort of the, we, we have to get creative and, you know, we have to just quit throwing up our hands and say, we can't do that. Why not? You know, why not? Why can't we get creative? So that's, that's what we're working on. Good. And I also mm-hmm. give an update on the property on the, would be the north side of the square, mm-hmm. the, the, mm-hmm. the one building. So, um, we have talked to the property owners, um, and, uh, so we'll work on a plan with them. We will see, you'll, you'll see some, uh, we'll put up a better fencing. We've asked the yeah. property owner to secure that property a little better than what we did with our cones. So they're working on that. And uh, so they're working on a plan also for uh, rehabilitation of that building. So um, we should see some movement on that property probably within the end of the month. All right. So, yeah, everything will, you know, with the fences and everything, everything will look better, of course, by Bushwhacker Days. That's coming up. That, that so is. Before we know. And, and, I know we don't have much time, but we, mm-hmm. Ben, there is so much stuff going on in our That's community. Crazy. And um, yep. we're even working on a website um, to keep people updated um, on the new projects. We do have the text. We're working on ways to be more informed. Yeah, Can thank you. To get the, keep the community informed, yeah. So, All right. Any, anything else? I, yeah, I know that we had, you know, we have a lot of information here and, of course, a school project as well. So, yeah. School's yeah. about up. to break ground. Yeah, yeah, $27 million new elementary school. 
Yeah. And that's going to be huge for uh, trying to attract new businesses and new population. And that's going to be a really good project, really good thing for the community. Yeah. And in conjunction with that, we'll need to say, so we're rehabbing Walton Park too, which that will um, and also include improvement of trails. We're going to drain the lake. Um, we're going to rehab all the trails, uh, make them bike accessible as well. So Walton Park, it's a, a, a massive upgrade, if you will, from restrooms to courts, et cetera. So all that's in the master planning. So that'll all take place kind of in sequence with um, the new elementary construction. So. You know, people, a lot of people will point to other communities and what those other communities are doing. If you want to see that in Nevada, we need you to give us a call. We need you to tell us you want to help us do this and to be involved uh, because it's not cheap to do some of these things, but we're doing them anyway, but we need more help so we can do more projects. Um, so if you want to see a, a big, vibrant, inclusive playground at Walton alongside, you know, some the outdoor basketball courts that we're, that we're looking at putting out there and, uh, you know, rent, any fixing that we're going to do to the pool, we have to hear that. For the same reason we, we mentioned earlier, if we want to apply for grants, we need to track community input. And it can't just be us complaining all the time about, why can't we do this? Well, we need more people to help us do it. And, and it's not always about time. It's not always about money. It's about people wanting to step up and help their community grow. Well said. All right. We covered a lot here. Anything else? Uh, anything else to add before we go? Well, keep, we've got a lot to add. Oh, yeah. We just oh, don't gosh. have the time. Yeah, <laughs> keep an eye out. We're trying to do food trucks uh, yes. on the square uh, throughout the summer. Just one or two every week is kind of my goal, and I'm organizing that. So if you have a food truck and you want to be on the square, give us a call, and we'll set some space aside yeah. for you. And I will mm-hmm. say, on top of that, though, our open lot there in Austin. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be doing some activities through that which may include food trucks right there next to city hall. Yeah. Yeah. And also I am, I forgot to mention that, um, I don't have the date scheduled yet, so we'll come back on, but I am doing a garage sale, uh, for a fundraiser for a new animal shelter. So, but it'll be on that lot. Um, we, community garage sale. Yeah. We acquired, we acquired a property, uh, a derelict property that was full of stuff. So I'm taking everything out of that property and I'm going to put it up there on the, that property and probably with the yard sale. I think there's a citywide yard sale mm-hmm. coming. So we might do it at that time as well, but that those proceeds will benefit our animal shelter. All right. So a lot. We'll have more info. All right. A lot to keep in mind. Thanks so much for joining us again this afternoon. Always Thank you, good. Ben. Always good to be here. That was economic development director, Ben Vickers and Nevada city manager, Mark Mitchell joining us on Wednesday afternoon, city beat.